0: Welcome to Safety Talk. Personal safety expert, Pete Canavan, shares his insights and interviews experts who provide simple and effective tips, techniques, and technologies to keep you safe and secure both online and off. Here's Pete. Hello and welcome to Safety Talk. I'm your host and personal safety expert, Pete Canavan. bring over 25 years of personal safety and security experience to my role as the host of this show. Safety Talk discusses and brings attention to a wide range of personal safety and security solutions that are available to both businesses and individuals, and we also talk about these things in both the digital world as well as the physical world because we have threats that exist, obviously, in both places. As a cybersecurity consultant, as a martial arts master, I educate, train, and teach others through speaking and consulting and workshops as well as courses and, of course, self-defense classes. Uh, for corporations and colleges, as well as at conferences. So to learn more, you can always visit my site at PeteCanavan.com. Today's guest is returning safety expert, Robert Ciciliano. Uh, he's the author and uh, he's an author and also the CEO of Safer.me. That's S-A-F-R rme M-E. Uh, now, not only are we both authors and business owners, uh, Robert is someone who's with a very similar philosophy towards personal safety and individual responsibility. Uh, he also shares my passion for the need to improve people's safety in both the physical and digital worlds. And uh, after our initial interview a few weeks back, um, we thought it would be good uh, to have him come back as uh, possibly as a regular to discuss the latest threats to our personal safety and security and how we can fight back against them because there's no shortage of things that are out there. So it's my pleasure to welcome Mr. Robert Siciliano back to Safety Talk. Welcome, Robert.
1: Thank you, Pete. Much appreciated. Love what you're doing here.
0: Thank you. So after your initial appearance here. Um, you and I had a discussion about, you know, how we both basically, it's funny, we both had similar experiences that sort of set us off on this, this personal safety and security journey to, to help others because we both had things that occurred in our lives that caused us to realize, hey, you know, we need to take that personal responsibility. We need to be someone that knows how to protect themselves from all kinds of threats because, the, you know, they get thrown at us from every direction every day. Um, you know, it used to be, a lot less complicated right we um, today there're just so many threats and it used to be ten 20 thirty years ago there weren't really that many you know there weren't a whole lot of threats in the on in terms of the computer world I mean it might have been hackers uh, but really the things that we have come to all be used to today like social media and the ability to have all of this information at our fingertips whether it's news or, or whatnot uh, really is something that's really changed the landscape and uh, now, and, and, and the topic for today's show, it's, you know, it's not only is there these things that we have to worry about that are actual and real, but now we have to even be cognizant of the possibility that we're, what we're watching, what we're hearing may not even be real, but it looks and sounds as real as anything else that we listen to or, or that we watch. And so obviously we thought, hey man, this is something that we really need to talk a little bit about. And so we're going to talk a little bit about today that something that people may not be familiar with, and that's the term deep fake. And, uh, and what it is and how it can affect us. So let's kind of start off, we're going to define, you know, what that is for people and uh, then, you know, how it could potentially be used for, you know, all kinds of nefarious purposes if somebody wants to. So maybe uh, I'll let you sort of talk about what, uh, what that is, kind of define what that is for the audience.
1: Sure. So it, 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 um, it's a simple concept that has uh, some amazing artificial intelligence technology behind it. Uh, It's being developed as we speak. Uh, It it, it is not a perfect technology, but it is such that when you view a video of someone uh, performing, speaking, whatever they might be doing, that it might be uh, a video of someone that you are familiar with. Uh, Many examples you might see as uh, former President Obama. And then the actual um, lip syncing is of somebody else's voice or even of Obama's voice saying something that he normally would not say. So basically words effectively being put into his mouth Uh, and that deep fake, that faking technology um, really at this point, seeing, isn't believing, you know, and we, Um, have always believed video as, you know, we we know you can Photoshop a picture, right? But Photoshopping a video, um, that generally is something that required millions of dollars of resources that only movie studios had the ability to perform. Now, that same technology, you can download apps on your iPhone or Android, and anybody can do it for free.
0: Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, it, it's nothing new, but the, what is new is that the capability now has come down to the level where the computers and the technology that we have allows really anybody to do it. And you know, for decades, Hollywood has been altering video footage. Uh, one of the examples that I, uh, I was reading about, one of the sites that you sent over actually was real interesting because we all remember the movie Forrest Gump. And in Forrest yeah. Gump, he meets all kinds of people, and obviously that didn't really happen. And one of the most striking scenes is when he meets JFK and there's this black and white video of him going up and meeting JFK and is shaking his hand. And it looks like, you know, JFK is, is talking with him and we all know it was fake, but watching it, you're like, wow, that really looks real. And so yeah. this technology today being so powerful and now in the hands of anybody, really, like you said, it's even available for, you know, stuff you can do on your phone, the, uh, the this technology could change the game in a big way, and not in a, and necessarily in a good way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
1: and, and it, it it is in fact changing the game as we speak. So the big concern right now, of course, is that um, you know with the uh, upcoming 2020 election, that there will be deep fakes uh, that are you know put out in the web on sites like Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and elsewhere. Uh, videos that will go viral of maybe the candidates saying things or doing things that they may not actually agree with, like you know there' it's, it's it's fake it's it's lip synced information that looks like it 's coming out of their mouths, but it might be disparaging, it could be racist, it could be homophobic, it could be anything that would be inappropriate and and here you know most people when they see a video, they believe it as being real. I saw a statistic in my research that like 70% of um, fake videos will be shared faster than, you know, uh, real videos. That the that, 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 that deep fakes are generally usually controversial and stuff that is, you know, usually inappropriate or wrong. And that, and that stuff is what gets shared a lot quicker. That has a, a much more tendency to go viral than something that's real and legit and open and honest.
0: Sure, because it's got shock value, right? I mean, a lot of times the real world is, isn't is as exciting as the things that obviously we can make up and that Hollywood can make up and that we can use our computers to create. Uh, and you're talking about a uh, the deep fake video like with Obama. I'm going to share the screen here. There's a, one of the websites here, and we'll, I'll post yeah. it in the show notes later. But it was a video that had President Obama here, you know, saying things that, you were like what is he saying and then you have jordan peel here that you know they split the video and it's like hey that was me doing it but guess what i can make it appear as if pretty much anybody can say anything and that's that's really yeah. just it's crazy what can happen
1: yeah and and like one of one of the huge concerns right now is you know for example Uh, You know, we know that uh, Twitter feeds can be hacked, right? Somebody's somebody's using the same username and password on all of their accounts, and that information ends up on the the dark web, and somebody grabs that information and plugs it into a Twitter feed, right? Let's just say, you know, the president's Twitter feed gets hacked. Hmm. And then at the same time, somebody launches a video that says, you know, that uh, the United States is currently bombing uh, North Korea. Right, North Korea checks the president's Twitter feed and sees that you know he is in fact stating on his Twitter feed that you know he's bombing North Korea. Right, so now the uh, North Koreans they have basically all the evidence that they need right now to launch bombs you know onto the West Coast. Like that is a it's 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 probably not going to happen, but it's not that it's not possible, and that is that is a scary proposition. You know, years ago. The Syrian Cyber Army had hacked the AP's Twitter feed, the Associated Press. Uh, Basically, you know, usernames and passwords that were all over the place, you know, probably within AP service somewhere. Uh, You know, one of the AP journalists got hacked, so their credentials got stolen. And what the Syrian Cyber Army did was they sent off a tweet. It was a legitimate tweet that was, you know, fake that ended up on the AP's Twitter feed that said – that the White House was bombed and that Obama was injured uh, and that immediately when that tweet went out, there were like 3,500 retweets like right off the bat, like just, you know, right off, right, just viral. Right. And as a result of that tweet that, you know, uh, was retweeted everywhere, the stock market dropped like $150 billion in a matter of minutes because of a tweet, a fake tweet. Now, you, you couple that with a deep fake video, anything at this point is possible, anything.
0: And of course, if somebody was doing something that they knew would affect the markets in a negative way, oh, they God. would short the market they, and yeah, make yeah. tons of money. And at the same time, they could do it the other way. They could put out some news that they think the market would, uh, you know, would make the market go up and make money that way. So when we start to think about how this can really affect all kinds of things from, you know, causing financial gain for people or to maybe uh, discredit somebody or to be used for blackmail by superimposing somebody's face on on another person. And, uh, you know, I have a, something that will pop back up here. This is a um, sort of a, a shot of a computer that is being taught how to do just that, where it's an animation that you feed in real video and you feed in the video of a person and you tell the computer, okay, you know, map this person's face you know, using all these different pictures. So they might have video of the person that they want to insert into the video. They may want to have still images of that person. And of course, a lot of this stuff is available, especially with people with social media, right? You can go to, if you're friends with somebody and even not, you can just Google somebody. You could find probably dozens of pictures of them, start feeding all these images into a computer program. And within, you know, a very short period of time, you now have the ability to superimpose that person's face pretty much on any body that you want, literally. And so making that convincing video uh, that's fake, just using software and using a powerful computer, uh, that, that capability as it proliferates, I can see it becoming something that is absolutely just, just, it causes us to really not believe our eyes and our ears as we've always done, or usually yeah. have done most of the time, right? I mean, yeah, that's the it, problem it, with it. it.
1: It completely undermines our trust. Like, you know, seeing eventually, like I said, will not be believing. You know, we, you know, growing up, I, I, I remember my parents saying to me, you know, believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. You know, that, that's what my, <laughs> I, I think my mom used to tell me that. Like, half of what you see, you know, nothing of what you, ha, half of what you see, and nothing of what you hear. Yeah. I remember and, that. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it's like being cynical, you know, like, like, like not just trusting everybody and even if you see something not totally believing it now with deep fakes it, you know it, they're creating at this point such compelling fake video that you 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 just you're just not really quite sure if you don't quite know what you're looking at i mean right now the deep fakes are a little grainy you know mm. the it, the technology's not quite perfected yet uh, but it's good enough that if you if 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 you're like just half paying attention you can believe it, you know, and, and like in, in a little uh, small video that shows up on your phone, right? right? You'll never you know, spot it. You, you won't be able to spot it. You know, if it's like big on your desktop like or on a TV for, ma- for that matter, you have a much better chance of detecting it. But you know, a little tiny video on, on, a, on a, you know, three, four inch, five inch, you know, a phone screen, uh, that is something that can go viral pretty quickly. And, and, and you know, in the research that I did, there have been lots of deep fakes that have been created overseas in in countries like Pakistan and India and other places where uh, they would do like a mock kidnapping of children and they would manipulate the video in different ways where they'd insert people where there weren't people and they'd change people's faces and they'd make them say and do things that weren't real. And, and it was really just to prove a point, like how kidnapping would be easy, but in the process of doing this, people got a little crazy thinking they were getting paranoid, thinking that their kids were going to get kidnapped. And they started to point certain people out that were the perpetrators of actual kidnapping crimes that, that they didn't actually do. People were being, <laughs> you know, like beaten in, in the streets and killed as a result of fake, deep fake videos that had wow. entirely different purposes. But, but the, the public took it as being serious And, uh, you know, people have died as a result of this technology at this point.
0: That's scary. That's so scary because you have all these people that, you know, have the, maybe the interest in in weaponizing it, right? Using it for some nefarious purpose, whether it's for political gain. And I mean, we could go down that road all day long with, you know, making people say certain things. It makes you think about like, okay, all of these videos that we're seeing now uh, online in the political scene, like how many of those are real? Are they real? Are they fake? Are they all fake? Like you don't even, you begin to ask yourself these questions and that's got a lot of problems because it could cause panic. Uh, you know, there could be the, the fake threat, like you said, of, of war, uh, some other sort of attack, a pandemic, right? Now we have this problem with the, the, this, uh, this coronavirus. coronavirus. Okay. It sure seems real, right? How do we know it is now? (laughs) So it's like, you don't know, but, um, these things make it appear that you know it can go well beyond the obvious targets right like politicians and actors and sports figures and people like that um where they can just you know take that person's face superimpose it on somebody else's body and then try to blackmail them for example you know like in a sex video or something like that
1: and that um, is is happening so uh you know there's there's all there's a number of you know porn sites out there which you know everybody knows that at this point but in 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 these sites have disclaimers on their sites that they won't allow um, uh, deep fakes to be uploaded to their sites because uh, there can be some real harm and some real damage uh, to the people who are affected by it. Uh, Like, for example, there are a ton of um, uh, pornography videos out there today that have uh, celebrities' faces, often, you know, female celebrities. Mm -hmm. is usually like the the hot-selling type Uh, Fake porn and obviously, you know for those uh, Celebrity women that is certainly a violation of their character a a violation of their privacy and even though it's not them uh, You know there are thousands to millions of people that might view those videos and think it's actually real you know in and in in my life, you know, I have uh, young kids my kids are uh, you know under uh, they're they're still minors and I don't allow them to post their photos online. Like I don't have uh, anything of them on the web. Like my kids are relatively obscured from the web. And part of the reason is, and this is something that I knew years ago, simply with Photoshop. Like I've always been concerned about Photoshop and how photos can be easily manipulated. I never liked the idea that, um, you know, anybody's picture could be superimposed uh, on somebody else's face potentially you know a a a porn star right Mm -hmm. Uh, and now that same technology is being used you know in videos and there are a bunch of whack jobs out there that like seeing children's faces on adult women's bodies in uh pornography like that's a real thing that's scary sick scary and sick and weird uh and so you know i don't have my kids there's no video of my kids online, you know, and, and that is partly the reason why I, I just don't see any need for that. You know, I, you know, imagine the kind of bullying that would occur when a, say, 12, 14 year old girl's face is superimposed on uh, a, a, a porn star's, you know, uh, body. Uh, and and that and, and, you know, the kids at high school find that and they think right. it's her like that is not something. That'll go away anytime soon. That could potentially ruin that child's life. That could her development, her her, her self esteem, uh, her reputation. Even if it's not real, uh, the, the seeds of doubt are sown, right? And uh, you know, and, and people don't trust that person's character going forward.
0: That exactly. is a real problem. Yeah, and it could ruin their their like you said, ruin their whole life, ruin their career. Because once that stuff is out there, people years from now may still find it and not necessarily know that it's fake and maybe that person now is an adult and they're graduating college and they're trying to get a job and you know the the hr person sits down at a computer they start searching for this person all of a sudden this video comes up of them when they were you know younger and they go whoa what is this i don't want this person working for my company And there's nothing that's going to say this is a deep fake video of the person in the video. It's this is, you know, they don't know. They just know that this image is popping up or this video is coming up. And uh, that could end up destroying somebody for the rest of their life. And that's where it's like it's so scary because these things appear so real. And, yes, the technology is not perfect, but it's pretty darn good and it's only going to get better.
1: So what's happening right now is uh, DARPA, which is out of the Pentagon, yes. uh, they are uh, I mean, they, they they recognize this as you know the, the weaponization of media. You know they, mm-hmm. they realize that uh, this can have significantly negative repercussions, and you know it could cause armed conflicts with our adversary adversaries you know worldwide, and so they are in the process of you know trying to counter the deep fakes you know using artificial intelligence to fight artificial intelligence artificial intelligence right. here being deep deep fakes and so what what they're doing is is they're uh, they're, they're putting out you know all kinds of call for proposals they 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 they're going out to the hacker community to to people like you and I basically that that understand how this technology works And they're trying to you know determine you know how to quickly combat any potential videos that that show uh, say on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or just, you know, on YouTube or elsewhere. And how to quickly, you know, determine that that in fact is fake so that there'd be some type of a quick notification, you know, before something like that was to go viral, people would know that it's a mock, that it's a fake, right. that, 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 that there's nothing real about it.
0: Uh, you know, it, Yeah. And they're creating their own videos too. I was reading that that um, they wanted to understand the technology that much better And so kind of they can then reverse engineer it. So they have these videos that they create to figure out how the technology works. And then basically using the computers, they kind of reverse engineer it. Like how can we now figure it out? And I know like a lot of the detail around the sides of a person's face is one area where they're able to do that. Uh, And then also combining it with voice recognition, which I, 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 you know, obviously I did a little reading too with this for this call. And, uh, that I thought was awesome because now you've got yeah. a, a secondary means of verification. So if there's a, a video of a person and there's a, a voice print of them and they don't jive, a flag's going to go up and say something's not right here.
1: Yeah. So Adobe, the same company that's created Adobe Photoshop, created a um, uh, a, a deep fake technology where. Uh, you know, they can get so many minutes of a person's voice, right? So you get like a one minute, uh, you know, uh, audio or video of a person's voice and they can record like the inflection and everything about it. And then they can apply uh, the tone of their voice, you know, the, the, the voice print basically uh, to to pretty much anything. So they can plug in uh, entire sentences that that person Uh, may not have ever said, but they can make it sound exactly like that person. Now, to the naked air, you know, to to us, it might sound exactly like that person. To various technologies that are designed to understand voice biometrics, uh, sometimes they can be fooled and sometimes they can't. But as uh, voice or audio deep fakes are becoming more prevalent and as they become perfected, uh that is going to blow certain biometric identifiers out
0: of the water could you imagine and and you know for anybody who's listening to this and and is thinking to themselves man i can't imagine like what it would be like could you imagine hearing your own voice saying something you know you didn't say yet other people have heard it and are like Hey, Pete, why did you say that? Hey, Robert, why did you say that? you are I just found this clip of you talking about whatever. Like I, th- I never thought that that's how you felt. And you'd be like, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. What are you kidding? Here's the link. Listen. And all of a sudden you clicked it and you go and you check it out and it's your voice, maybe even your face, right? Yeah. And it's saying things that are not congruent with who you are or what your stance is on something. Yeah. It's like, That would just blow your mind. And and then it's like, wait a minute. It's like a whole other form of identity theft if you think about it, right? Because you're basically stealing the image of the person. You're stealing the voice of the person. And that now can be a way to thwart, as you were saying, biometric technologies. So if you can start faking that, now it's like, now what do you do? Now you got to try to figure out a way to, to combat something else that, Probably a lot of people have never thought about like how is somebody going to copy my voice or my face, right? That's my. I mean, obviously, it's different than like a retinal scan or a vascular scan of your hand or something like that, or fingerprints. But biometrics are using all these different things, you know, from how somebody walks to how they talk and everything in between, and uh, and that's just it. It makes you stop and go, "Holy cow!" Yeah. yeah where yeah. does this You're end? Already-
1: Right. There's already been a handful of um, documented frauds where, you know, millions of dollars have been siphoned out of various uh, corporate bank accounts because somebody via uh, audio deep fakes coupled with phishing emails had contacted somebody in accounting or in purchasing and were able to con them. They based on those audio deep fakes coupled with you know phishing communications to transfer out funds, Uh, and once that money's gone, it's gone. So now you know we we've known for you know over of twenty years at this point that uh, you know phishing is uh, you know one of the most effective ways to hack humans. But when you couple phishing. Which you know sometimes can have scammer grammar. It uh, have it could have misspellings, and it could maybe have a different email address. But everything about it like looks good enough, uh, coupled with a phone call that sounds like it's coming from somebody that you know, huh? right? Uh, you know, a coworker, boss, you know, company officer. Uh, you know that right there is uh, you know more than enough information that anybody would ever you know need to make that transfer, and that can happen. Uh, You know, to somebody posing as your spouse, somebody posing as your financial advisor, somebody posing as your accountant, contacting you. You know, it's like we've seen, you know, you and I have seen uh, phishing evolve quite a bit over the past decade. And just in the past, you know, three to five years, uh, you know, they're really focusing on on small uh, to medium uh, enterprises right now uh, because, you know, they have six figures in the bank, sometimes seven figures in the bank. They don't have the necessary security to thwart, you know, all the various uh, 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 incoming frauds. And so, you know, they're big targets, you know, and, and they generally don't have the cyber insurance to, to, to fend the, those uh, frauds off. And so they're huge targets today. And uh, as as uh, companies do get better with preventing things like phishing, with phishing simulation training, and security awareness training, uh, bad guys will step it up and they'll use – um you know, audio deep fakes uh coupled with phishing to uh you know steal more money. It is coming, it's guaranteed. Uh,
0: and, and you know, the thing is when we have to start thinking about these consequences and we have to think about it now because when we no longer trust what we're seeing and when we no longer trust what we're hearing you know, basically people already distrust certain things, right? I mean, a lot of people say, oh, the moon landing was fake, you know, 9-11 was fake. And, right, you know, there's right. there are these different things that uh, I'll you know, pull up here. Yeah. Conspiracy, exactly. So, yeah. when people look at, at, you know, historical video, like, oh, you know, the, the Holocaust wasn't real and, you know, this war didn't happen and we didn't go to the moon and, you know, uh, 9-11 didn't happen, all of this stuff. Well, you go there and see the buildings aren't there anymore. So, but uh, <laughs> when we realize that, so many things can be faked, those problems with misinformation and the problems with conspiracy theories could get a heck of a lot worse. And so that's really something that, uh, you know, to me, I look at that as this could really start to snowball and get to the point where no matter what you're seeing and hearing, you're always going to be thinking in the back of your mind, is this real? Yeah. And when it gets harder and harder to prove that it's real, right? Like the example you just gave where maybe you're getting a, an email from somebody and it's, caught, and it's followed up with a phone call that's using the voice technology to simulate somebody's voice and you're, they're saying to you, hey, you know, I just want to make sure you got my email. You know, when do you think you can get to that? Whatever it is, how many people are going to turn around and now call that person back? And say, hey, did you just you know call me? People can be like, yeah, I just called you. What are you crazy? If it's, if it's real, right? So we also don't want to be looked at as what are you, nuts? Like, I just called you. Why are you calling me back and ask right. me if I really just called you? Well, because maybe it wasn't you. So the training and the, the way that we approach this is gonna be very complicated, I think, yeah. because <laughs> you start to look at all the different avenues that people can be fooled by. And right. fooled really convincingly. It 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 makes you sh- just shiver. You know, it, it's scary. And I, and I like that you brought up
1: conspiracy uh, theories and conspiracy theorists because uh, that is an element of society that, for all intents and purposes, they can't handle the truth. Like those are people that just can't handle reality right Uh, that's it's it's basically like they would prefer to believe that there's some you know corporate government intervention into whatever that it never actually happened than to believe that say you know 20 children at an elementary school were actually really shot and killed by a complete madman that really did happen i know it's not something you ever want to think about but it did you need to believe it cuz it's real and there's a problem here nope that never happened couldn't happen that would never happen government did it it was all a cover up Man. no it really happened you know lots of people don't still you know believe that the government knocked down the Twitter. no no like they just can't handle the truth that there's evil people out there doing really bad things and deep fakes will give these people a platform to, to further you know prove their theories or their conspiracies about you know what is and what isn't uh, and and there'll be more and more people that will latch on to these conspiracies that may not be strong-minded right you know unhealthy people mm-hmm. that um will f- and, and it's stuff like that that could you know it could contribute to further eroding society like if we have no basis in the in the truth if we if we can't decipher what's real and what's fake you know, people will, it, 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 won't be good. It, it,
0: it's, you know. Now forget virtual reality. Reality itself is becoming virtual, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because that's sort of what, what is beginning to happen. And that transition is, is strange, you know, because a lot of people like they play video games and they, and they go and these different, um, game platforms, whether it's Xbox or, you know, PlayStation or whatnot. And now there are VR headsets and, and, things that you can put on that you know, allow you to immerse yourself in these different worlds in this, you know, in this fake environment, but it's a virtual environment that seems real. Well, when we start to now see that our reality is starting to have some virtual components to it, that's where, like you're saying, the lines are going to start to blur and it's like, what's real? What's not real? What do I believe? What do I not believe? How can I trust that what I'm seeing and hearing is actually what's going on. And it's not somebody who's just putting information out there for the purposes of whatever it happens to be. And this is why, you know, when we talked about this, you know, after our last, uh, you know, discussion that this is something extremely important that people must understand the consequences. You know, it's not like, you know, don't take the you know stance of, you know, just don't believe anything because where would we be if we didn't believe or trust anything, right? But we have to do our due diligence. And that kind of segues me into how this is going to affect businesses and employees because this can cause huge issues in business. And, you know, we, we briefly mentioned that, you know, having like an email followed by a phone call, but, you know, how do we start to train our employees to spot this? How do we, you know, what procedures and policies do you even begin to put in place that is kind of like a, a deep fake analysis procedure or something, you know, that's, you know, cyber criminals are always going to evolve. They're going to figure out ways to use technology right. to make money, you know, in a criminal way and not by, you know, do, putting in an honest day's work. So, I mean, it's, it's something that I think is evolving so rapidly, yet it's so new that I for one don't think there's any company out there that has a deep fake uh
1: Detect- prevention
0: policy, right?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's coming. So it's, it's coming. It will it has to.
1: And, and 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 as the technology evolves, what's going to happen is, you know, we're going to see more and more reports of uh, small to medium enterprises being defrauded as a result of deep breaks. We're going to see uh, yep. more tragic events, you know, people getting hurt, people getting killed, um, you know, politicians words being skewed and they not being elected. We're going to find we're, we're going to see over the next, you know, five years, it's going to happen really fast. The technology is going to, you know, multiply and evolve quickly, quickly.
0: It always and, moves quick,
1: <laughs> quick. and And as all the reports come in, as to, you know, the, the New York Times being duped and the Wall Street Journal being duped and, and the Boston Globe and people like you and I being duped and, you know, some of the smartest people in the world being, you know, scammed and the wool pulled over there, you know, everything. Like, as that, all that happens, the same way phishing evolved, the same way, you know, uh, uh, Ponzi scams evolved over, over the past hundred years, we see all the elements, we see the ins and outs of all these various frauds and schemes all the various elements of the deep fakes and, and we begin to train our eye, our ears, our senses on what to look out for, you know, what the cues are, what the subtleties are. But that's, that, that is going to take some time. You know, fishing, um, you know, it, 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 there's, there's, there's so many characteristics to fishing that, that, you know, for, for, for the, to the naked eye, most people are not going to be able to detect a fish Even after you know phishing simulation training, but you know, but once they know, well, there's certain uh, motivations behind those phishing emails that you have to be aware of. It's the motivations, not necessarily detecting like what's said or how it's said or what it looks like or looking for misspellings. It's more like what are they trying to get out of you? What's the end result there? What What's the motivation ultimately? And it's the motivation that you ultimately need to be concerned about because there's a call to action there that ultimately will cause harm. And if you act upon that call to action, that's
0: where you're going to get in trouble. And so with- Just like in marketing, they're trying to sell you something, <laughs> right? Exactly. What's your call to action? No, that's a exactly. really good point to bring up, Robert. No, very good point because that's a great way to look at it. It's not necessarily- you know, just looking at it at face value, sort of look at it. What are they trying to get out of it? Are they trying to get money? Are they trying to get information? What is it that they're trying to get? And then to get that to launch a bomb at, at, from
1: another country, you know, what are they, what are they trying to get out of you? What are they trying to ultimately mm. make you do or, or re, how to, to react? And, it, and it's that ultimately that we're going to have to pay attention to.
0: Yeah. And that's what you have, people have to be trained on. So it's, you know, if they're looking for information, if it's this type of information, these are the policies and procedures you must follow before divulging that information. If they're looking for money, here's the policies and procedures and here are the steps you have to take before money is released, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, whatever it happens to be, there has to be something based on what it is that the perpetrator, the actor, or the legitimate requester is looking for, and once it's been vetted, okay, great. You know, we verified it six ways from Sunday. We know it's valid. Now you can proceed. And hey, sorry if it took a little extra time, but we had to make sure that it was real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I predict that one of the most nefarious ways in which deep fakes will be used, uh, I think will be to disparage people. I think it'll be like the ultimate form of bullying uh, I, 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 th- I, I see it being used maliciously hmm. to attack people's character.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, cause if, if you, if you read, you know, the comments in YouTube videos today, I mean, who the hell are these people? Right. Uh, you know, the, you'll, 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 there'll be like a, a video of like, you know, uh, Bach of, uh, you know, those of, of one of his sonatas hmm. and you'll have like, you know, 50,000, um, likes and then you'll have like two thousand. Who are these people that don't like that? You know, like, who, who are these these armchair critics that don't like this amazing classical? The point is, is like people. You know, a- everybody and anybody has access to the World Wide Web. They can say anything. They can post anything. And, and and there's a lot of hate out there. You know, and right now, pretty much anything that you post, say on Facebook, half of the people aren't going to like it. because you know, right. we're such a divided country right now, right? So that said you know with with, with all the, the the nefarious activity and the backstabbing going out there it, it, people will use this technology to hurt other people and, mm-hmm. and 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 kids especially i think will be affected the most by that
0: yeah because people have poor coping skills today and they if they feel offended if they feel slighted if they feel as if you know they've been you know some sort of wrong has been done to them they're going to want to respond, and one of the ways they could do that is by turning around and creating something that has, you know, the other person that uh, that slighted them or whatever uh, is going to suffer. And how by doing something like creating a video or posting stuff or using this technology, as you're saying, to you know, for that purpose as a way to you know maybe get back at them or whatnot. Uh, you know, and it's sad that people are at that point, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, imagine like, you know, surveillance video, right? I mean, there's Mm. cameras everywhere. Okay. Sure. Imagine a surveillance, a surveillance video and a server. Imagine that getting hacked and the video being replaced (laughs) with a fake that shows, say a murder. Right. Right. Or a
0: bank robbery or anything.
1: Anything. Right. Imagine surveillance video being compromised and faked and that being used as evidence in a court of law against somebody like that. That's like a DNA swap. You know what I mean? Like planting DNA in a crime scene, you know, like a bad cop putting DNA in a crime scene or planting a gun on somebody. That same motivation, you know, could revolve around a deep fake video placing somebody at the scene of a crime when they never were there.
0: I watched ah, something that actually had the exact opposite occur in the in the show. I don't know if you ever seen. There's a show on Netflix called Altered Carbon. It's I've never seen it. Interesting show. Um, it's only I think one one season, but long story short, it's about a guy who gets unfrozen. It takes place in the future after being on ice for 250 years for doing a crime, and they they unfreeze him to help him. Kind of like the the one with uh, was it uh, the one with uh, Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Um, where they they took him out to, they unfroze. Anyway, still on to get Wesley Snipes, But anyway, so in this show, there was a guy who unfroze the person to solve his crime, solve his murder. And in the show, people can live forever because they have a little disc that goes in the back of their neck and it holds your consciousness. And every 24 hours, your consciousness is backed up to the cloud, (laughs) essentially. So if your body dies or you're killed, That no big deal. They take you and they call it re-sleeving. They put you in a different body. And so now you're you're the same person up here, but you might look different unless you're rich enough to get cloned, in which case essentially live forever. Long story short, there was a crime committed in the show of the murder of the guy and the video had been altered to remove the person from the video. So they could never find him. They're like, how did this guy get killed? The guy was never there. Well, eventually they figured it out, but it was essentially done in reverse. Instead of you know replacing somebody in the video, they removed them entirely from the video. So this sort of manipulation, I mean, and that's just a you know sort of a sci-fi show showing how video can be manipulated to achieve a certain result. Same sort of thing is happening and is gonna to continue to happen now with being able to use this technology and artificial intelligence, because the power of the computers now and AI allows you to do. All of this stuff that only, you know, people with the biggest budgets and usually that was Hollywood could do on, like we talked about initially on uh, when we first started with a movie like, you know, Forrest Gump. So they have to now use that technology to feed it in real videos, feed it in fake videos, and then use the AI to say, now figure it out. And so the AI can start to say, okay, I think this video is fake because it's comparing who knows what it's going to use, algorithms and various methods of of detection and and whatnot to to try to figure that out. But uh, you you probably read some of this as well, that when it gets really difficult is when it's in a noisy or a busy place. So it's different if it's like this and it's like one person on a video, it's easy to just, you know, replace the the person's face. But when you're a person in a noisy environment or with a whole bunch of people around, it's a lot easier to, to fake because it's harder to spot that from a, you know, and so that's where you, the voice recognition can help if you've got voice. Right. But it's like the technology, I've always said, I mean, being in IT for so long, I've always said it's a blessing and it's a curse, right? There are days I love technology and there are days I hate technology. And I wish an EMP would just take it all out and we could go back to a much simpler lifestyle and not have to worry about any (laughs) of this stuff. Right. But I wouldn't have a job. So I really don't want that. But anyway, (laughs) but you know, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like, We've evolved to such a certain place in society and with a certain level of technology and a certain level of of competency and ability to do certain things, but there's always got to be the criminal element that figures out a way to weaponize it, and that sucks because we can't just enjoy what we have and have some fun with it. We have to worry about it. We have to train people about it. We have to constantly be on the lookout for things that are looking to separate us from our identities or from our money or from w- our, our families, you know, in the case of like a kidnapping, like you, you talked about a little while ago.
1: So I think anybody who's, you know, following this show here, like they, 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 they need to walk away, like not worried about this, but aware of it. You know, this, this is a form of, digital literacy you know knowing that that like this is a, a a legit like deep deep fakes it basically is a legitimate technology that can be used for fun and it can be used for fraud it could be used for harm you know whether it might be bullying or it could be used for lying uh or manipulation so it, it but that does not mean uh, you know, don't believe anything. It means, you know, believe nothing of what you hear and maybe a quarter of what you see,
0: right? <laughs> you know, yeah, it, you yeah know. that percentage is shrinking it by the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. <You> know, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and like just go forward, like just, you know, being that much more cognizant and, and having dialogue with friends, family, colleagues, clients, whatever, about these topics so that, so that you know, as they continue to come up, Uh, That, uh, you know, you're that much more aware of this stuff so that the moment that a video pops up that gets your blood pressure up that revolves around something that might be inappropriate or it's uh, scary or whatever the case is, like check your resources, you know, find out is that in fact real? Like just because it's a video that shows up on Facebook doesn't mean it's real you know do your research find it's it on
0: the internet it's got to be real right
1: no you know <laughs> that, but people don't know that you know most people think if it's if it's the printed word it's real and that's not the case like the printed word could easily be faked you know and video now can be faked as easy as the printed word and and so just people need to be you know just aware just be cynical just be conscious just be smart you know, don't worry. You know that because worrying affects the quality of your life. But just you know, don't just be cattle. You know, I I'm 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 fond of saying, and a lot of people don't like this, is that like don't be like the herd. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't don't just follow. Like you know, don't be led. Be a leader. You know, uh, be the herder, uh, and and that way, like you're on top of what is new and ahead of what is next, and you're not just blindly following everybody and just doing what they say and freaking out the moment that somebody shares something and says oh my god look at this can you believe it well is it real you know when i see something online and i, I see people commenting on it and getting all riled up like my first reaction is well is that news right there legitimate what's the source where is this coming from you know and check out the source uh, do a quick search in the title find out if if anybody's done some research on it already, find out if it's in fact legit, you know, because nine out of 10 times, if I sense that it's not real, it's not real. Uh, and 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 I have a pretty good keen sense of that because I don't just automatically trust
0: everything that's presented to me. And- See, I think part of the problem is though, is people are so impatient, they won't take the time to go and look for themselves and spend the 10 or 15 or 20 minutes to to try to, uh, you know, determine whether or not something is legitimate or not. They just say, oh my God, look at what so-and-so just shared. Holy cow, can you believe it? Boom, share, share, share. And now all of a sudden you're part of the problem potentially because you're going and turning around and and retweeting or sh- resharing right. something that someone else said was real. And instead you, you know taking a few minutes to determine whether or not it is, you just kind of, like you said, blindly um, share it because so many other people shared it and it's been shared 8,000 times. And so, oh my God, this has to be real. No, it doesn't have to be real. It could be real, but figure out whether or not by doing your due diligence, especially the more important it is, the more time and research you should put into it. If it's something stupid, well, all right, whatever. You know, Give it a few minutes of your time if you think it's worth it. Otherwise, just forget about it and move on with your day And don't um, worry about it. Don't be so caught up in it that it affects the quality of your life, right? Like you said, worrying does you no good. It has the opposite effect on your body. It's like, you know, it's stress. Stress is bad for the body. It causes disease. It causes issues within your body. And so the way that you combat that is maybe you have to be a little cynical, but don't jump to conclusions and don't be so busy that you are kind of tricked into thinking something is real that maybe isn't. And if you do your due diligence and you do the research and you figure out, hey, this this actually is real and it's worth my time to learn more about it or is worth it to me to share it out and inform other people about it, great. Because I know you and I have both received messages from people that have said something, right? And then Three hours later, they send you a message and say, Oh, sorry, that wasn't real. <laughs> and I'm like, think, Yeah, all the time. And I, I think, like,
1: honestly, you know, maybe twice in the past decade did I actually like share something or react or respond to something that ultimately turned out to be disinformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens I, to I, the
0: best of us, man. <laughs>
1: either fake news or. I didn't have the whole story before I, I reacted. Uh, and the first time it was fake news. And the second time, and I remember, because because I was embarrassed by that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I made it a point to never do that again. And the second time it wasn't disinformation. It was more, I didn't have the whole story. Mm-hmm. And the whole story in this case was, um, for me, and this wasn't fake news. It was just you know I reacted because 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 uh, of what I saw. Right. Remember the story? It wasn't too long ago. the the those those young men with the Make America Great Again hats. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think there was a, a, a Native American. It was like they were in each other's face. Right. And, right. Uh, it got a little heated. Well, it, it turns out that like that, you know from what I as you, as the story you know came to light there wasn't a whole ton of animosity going on there. Like in the end, like they weren't really being vicious towards each other. Like,
0: no, not nothing like that. It was
1: more like a really uncomfortable 15, 16 year old that had like the shit eating grin on his face, but he wasn't being malicious. He Mm. just, you know, was uncomfortable, didn't know how to react. And this American Indian or native native indian that you know um or native american thank you sorry mm-hmm. uh, that um you know just was just doing his thing you know and it, so it turned out to like not be that big of a deal
0: you know but it, now it, look I how much know. of a lawsuit that that they are paying out to that kid because of that being yeah. fake and what they how they ran that story it's a perfect think, example of it. the sort of thing that you know it could be a, a news item that is all, like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Can you believe this? Because you know, the narrative is being pushed by the media. And you think, oh, well, the yeah. New York Times said it, or CNN said it, or this one said it, whoever, you, you think, and we've, we've come to realize that a lot of what is put out in the media doesn't necessarily tell the whole story right? They yeah. kind of like to pick and choose what they say to fit the narrative, whatever that narrative happens to be. And I'm not going to a political discussion because both parties do it, right? They pick and choose what they want to say, and it doesn't tell the whole story. So when you share the viewpoint that leans one way or the other, you're contributing to the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I And I reacted like so many other millions of Americans did. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like that, that, that if you were to you know, and then throw a deep fake into the mix. Oh, forget it! Like game over. You know, and right. once once legitimate news organizations begin to 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 share that kind of stuff, you know, legit fake news, uh, it's going to be really difficult for us to recover from that. Yeah,
0: yeah and and it's going to be very interesting uh, and unnerving to see how this technology advances because we all know how quickly technology moves forward, especially when a lot of attention and funds are directed at it. As, as we mentioned earlier in the show, you know, DARPA, which is the Defense uh, uh, Research Agency of the federal government, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, is what DARPA stands for. Um, they're working with some of the biggest research institutions in the country to, you know, mount this effort to work on what could potentially be a huge problem, because if now people are beginning to believe things that they're being told that are completely untrue, depending on what that is, that could end up being catastrophic. Yeah. And so we have to learn about this. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we talked about this today because it's something that's very new. Uh, and it's something that, you know, the manipulation of audio and video has been going on for a while. but. Now that it's become so simple and affordable and the technology has trickled down so that the average person can begin to use it, now anybody with an agenda can harness the power of creating a deep fake and use it for whatever purposes they want. And so people just need to be aware that it exists, have a certain amount of skepticism when things seem to be maybe a little bit maybe too outlandish or too off the wall or too serious or out of the ordinary. These are all signs that should send up a flag that at least gets you to question the legitimacy of what you're seeing and what you're hearing. And um, and that's kind of, that's all we can do at this point. Um, I do think that employee training is something that is going to have to happen just like everything else that uh, the companies have to deal with, with various cyber attacks and ransomware and phishing and all the other stuff that as if we have to worry about something else now, right? It's like, great, we got something else to worry about. (laughs) It's just, it never ends.
1: Last thing, I think that we should set a note in our calendars to review this episode one year from now to see how on point we were or weren't Uh, to see how whatever prognostication might be going on here tonight, that uh, how how right we were or weren't. I think that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree because we know how much can happen in a year, (laughs) especially with technology, right? And how uh, wrong we
1: might be, you know? Yeah, hey,
0: and you know what? Whatever it happens to be, I mean, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, but we do have decades of experience in the arena of safety and security. We know people. We know people don't always have good, you know, positive agendas. We know that technology can be used and has been used and will continue to be used to commit crimes. And so this is one more tool in the toolbox of cyber criminals that they can use now to try to defraud companies, governments, people, whoever, out of money, identities, or anything else that they're trying to, whatever that agenda happens to be. and so. Yeah. Um, crazy stuff and uh, we, we crank through an hour here <laughs> it's no problem uh, so uh, thanks uh, thanks again for uh, for sharing your insights and you know the information and research that that you've done I, I greatly appreciate it and I know the people that listen to this and watch this uh, will is you know in addition to uh, just having more awareness is a large step forward in protecting yourself. Uh, it doesn't matter what the threat is, but this is something that technology has great benefits, but you know, what do they say with great power comes great responsibility. And, uh, this is an area where that is definitely, definitely true. So, um, if people are interested in learning about you, Robert, they can always go to uh, the website I mentioned earlier, right? Safer.me, S-A-F-R.me. Um, anything else you want to say before I let you go today?
1: That's it, man. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. And for everybody else, check out safetytalkvideos.com to see our YouTube channel, safetytalkpodcast.com for all our episodes and the safety information. And as always, until next time, stay safe. Thanks for tuning into Safety Talk. You can listen to past episodes and get the latest safety news at our website, safetytalkpodcast.com. Be sure to visit our other websites for free safety checklists and infographics. You can also sign up for free online self-defense training, learn about college campus safety, and find out more about Pete and how he can help educate your school or business through his speaking, workshops, seminars, and consulting. Subscribe to the Safety Talk podcast and never miss out on any new safety information. Until next time, stay safe.